Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30-minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as periodic standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 216. Starting off with security news. So Brian Krebs found an innovative new extortion technique where someone emails a site owner who runs AdSense, and they basically tell them to pay them in Bitcoin, or else they'll use a botnet to send tons of really bad traffic to open ads on their site. So basically, they will use this botnet to pretend that they're clicking on ads. Uh, They will be clicking on ads. And of course, Google hates this. Google considers this fraud. And they will assume, since no one else has an interest in doing this, that it must be the site owner. And they will be penalized. They'll lose their ability to make money off of AdSense, basically. So they're saying, look, I will demonetize you on AdSense by using a botnet if you don't pay me. And I think it's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, this definitely gets a frown clap for me. So I disapprove in an approving way. Got to admire the creativity. So the OT SCADA world finally got its highly visible proof of concept for an attack that takes out their production capability. A ransomware attack took out a gas compression facility for two days. Ring has made 2FA a requirement in response to criticism that they weren't doing enough about authentication security. So this is a good thing. And we've got a bracelet here that looks very cyberpunk, and it broadcasts high-frequency sound and basically makes it so that smart speakers around you can't record what you're saying. Can't really hear what you're saying, really. OpenSSH 8.2 now supports FIDO and UTF keys, which is awesome. And they also deprecated SSH-RSA due to the weakness of SHA-1. Hamas hackers tried to get Israeli military men to install malware by pretending to be attractive women on multiple social media platforms. And the Israeli military said, it didn't work, we caught it, and there was no real damage done. DARPA's latest budget request looks to fund a project called Gunslinger, which is a flying drone with a gun on it that can engage both land and air targets. This is absolutely the best and worst timeline that we're living in. Advisories, Microsoft fixes 99 issues, number of vulnerabilities in Bluetooth LE that affects millions of devices. Adobe patches 35 critical issues and Mozilla issued security updates for multiple products as well. Companies, looks like Palantir is prepping for IPO. This company is like Cyberdyne Systems to me. I think the tech is so cool, but I worry about whether it's being deployed in an ethical way. And it seems like from the outside, there are many cases where Palantir is not doing so. But the tech is really interesting and it could be used in really good ways. Sentinel-1 raised another $200 million at a $1.1 billion valuation. 
Technology news, smart speaker sales were 147 million in 2019, which is up 70% over 2018. So idea seems to be taking off. Amazon spent $11 billion on advertising in 2019, making it the largest advertiser in the world. And MIT created an AI system that can update outdated content on Wikipedia automatically. Companies lift Q4 was stronger than expected, and active writers jumped by 23%. Human news. Jeff Bezos is giving $10 billion to start a climate change fund, which he hopes other super-rich people join. A study found that AI can often be better than humans at predicting reoffense rates for people leaving prison, but actually concluded that neither AI or humans are actually really good at this. Sweden is giving employees time off to be entrepreneurs. Actually, they've been doing it for a while. We've moved past just looking for exoplanets, and now we're starting to look at their atmospheres for signs of life. Can't believe this. It's it's so insane. You get a tiny speck of light, which is the star, which is infinitely brighter than planets that orbit it. We're going to find the planet. We're going to look at the atmosphere and see if there's life in it or signs of life. Really cool stuff. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Wrote a piece called Security and Prosperity are Both About Perception. Highly recommend you check this one out if you have a chance. A conversation with General Earl Matthews on election security. So recorded an interview episode, which is a standalone episode of Unsupervised Learning. And it's an interview and it goes about 40 minutes. And we talk about lots of stuff. It's pretty cool. You should check it out. There's some interesting discussion happening around the ransomware situation with that um, operational technology provider that got hacked, the SCADA uh, gas processing system. There's a thread by my friend Leslie Carhart, who is an expert in the space. You should check out. Got the link here. Turns out to be really difficult to explain how planes stay in the air. It's generally some combination of Bernoulli effect. Bernoulli effect and angle of attack, but how much of each is up for debate in a lot of situations? Actually, the experts continue to debate this. Got a link here to Scientific American about it. Updates. Just got done reading the most excellent sci-fi series called Binti. It's very short, extremely well done. It's actually three books, um, but very short. It's about a gifted young African girl from the future, and the way it handles tech, humanity, and conversations about culture is just spectacular. If you're looking something fresh, you should try this. It's called Binti, B-I-N-T-I. Exhalation is probably my next book, which is supposedly just smart, really um, intellectual sort of sci-fi, so I'm check that out. I'm not even sure if it's sci-fi but I'm definitely going to check it out. And I'm looking at this app called Fabulous, which uh, I'm also looking at alternatives for it. I'm trying to find basically a system where I could put um, my goals and what, what I want in a daily system into tech. So it prompts me to make sure I'm doing those things. So my built-in stuff on the OS uh, I, I could do a lot with, and I have gyroscope, which does some of it as well, but I want to be able to 
put in a custom list for a system and have prompts for that. And not just prompts, but a check, a daily checklist of like, did you do all seven of these things? So like, I'm going to try this one fabulous and then some others and see, see what we can do with those. I think this is a really good use of technology to prompt for system compliance, basically. Discovery, disappearing people is a project that uses TensorFlow to remove people from video in real time. This thing is so insane. Check out the link, look at the YouTube video. And it's basically, this guy is walking through the frame of a video and he's invisible because AI removed the person from the scene. How I Learned French in 12 Months. This is one of the better language guides that I've seen of people claiming to learn a language really quick. Talked about what worked, what didn't work. Gave a very prescriptive list of steps. Got a fascinating site here that appears to break down companies by how good they are at providing returns on equity. Really like the interface as well. An extremely comprehensive showdown testing guide. I have one myself. This one is really quite good. Try SSHing to whoamai.filippo.io. Pretty interesting. Basically, what he's saying is when you SSH somewhere, you send all your keys. So oftentimes, the remote server can tell who you are. Someone built a Sid Meier-inspired tech tree based off Yuval Harari's Sapiens. I just printed this thing out. It's really cool. Got a massive Twitter thread of people talking about their tech salaries in the interest of transparency for people who are being massively underpaid. And someone compiled a similar list of Twitter dev salaries. So got that here as well. Windows Terminal Preview looks pretty promising. Great David Brooks piece here on how Scandinavia became so successful. Hint, hint, it's about education, but in a really interesting way. It's like a holistic education. Top 10 web hacking techniques for 2019. Really innovative stuff. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time deep in this world, and a lot of these are, are not really recognizable from the top 10 hacks of like five years ago. So pretty cool stuff there. Broxy is an intercepting proxy written in Go. Unix Toolbox, a collection of IT useful Nix commands. And Go Spider, a fast web spider written in Go. Recommendations. If you're looking for a super clean search engine that's not tainted by your search history and tons of ads and you know also has a focus on privacy, you should check out StartPage. It's basically Google results, but without the fluff and without the tracking. I like it much better than DuckDuckGo. Something about DuckDuckGo just sets me off wrong. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the interface. I don't like the results. Um, and yeah, I've been using this one start page. It's uh, pretty clean, and uh, it basically returns Google results, as far as I could tell. It seems to match Google results if you were using like incognito, but uh, just just really clean. I'm uh, really happy with it. You should check it out. And the aphorism for the week. In art, as in love, instinct is enough. In art, as in love, instinct is enough. Anatoly France. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. 
I believe the ads are not just annoying, but that their incentive structure is toxic to the content creation process. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is two months for free. UL members get the newsletter each week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here in the podcast. They also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmeesler.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already a member. Each of you is helping support a model of content creation that we really need right now. And I appreciate you greatly. We'll see you next time.